One focus, one subject. Welcome to The Real Story, the podcast that brings together global experts to explain one issue shaping the news. BBC World Service podcasts are supported by advertising. This is The Real Story from the BBC. I'm Paul Henley with your weekly deep dive into a story that's making news and changing lives. And this week, major economies in the West are opening up again and businesses are hiring. The United States is leading the way with millions of new jobs in the last few months. The EU is not far behind. President Biden says that's good news for workers. Instead of workers competing with each other for jobs that are scarce, employers are competing with each other to attract workers. That kind of competition in the market doesn't just give workers more ability to earn higher wages. It also gives them the power to demand to be treated with dignity and respect in the workplace. More jobs, better wages. That's a good combination. But there are clouds on the horizon and they're getting darker. Researchers suggest the coronavirus pandemic has accelerated an already worrying trend of replacing low-skilled jobs with robots. From offices and restaurants to warehouses, automation is gathering pace. There are no aisles, just stacks of bins, 80 rows long and 12 stories high. Gliding between them are 20 short squat robots that look like those Roomba vacuums. Which are the ones that climb up and down and sideways in the aisles and grab the totes. And then you've got the ground robots, hundreds of tiny little conveyor systems fulfilling orders like ants. Machines might be cheaper and more reliable than people for a business, and they don't need holidays or a pension. But for employees, they pose new challenges. Employees need to acquire new skills to find and keep jobs as the robots get more sophisticated. We have been preparing people for the future in exactly the wrong way. We've been telling them, you know, develop these kind of technical skills in fields like computer science and engineering. We've been telling people to, in essence, to become more like machines. And really what we should be teaching people is to be more like humans, to do the things that machines can't do. Automation is not new, though, and there is a misplaced fear about it, preventing people from freeing themselves from mundane tasks and seeking work that might be more creative, more rewarding. At the turn of the 20th century, 90% of the American workforce was farm workers. At the turn of the 21st century, it's down to something like 1.3%, feeding many more people. This is the result of machines. Now, why didn't we have 100,000 million out-of-work farmers on the streets? Well, other jobs were opening up, and that's where they went. So where is automation happening and which jobs are under threat? How is the pandemic affecting the trends? And what should be the role of governments, educators and businesses in helping those that are soon to be replaced? How is automation changing the world of work? Those are questions for the next hour here on The Real Story. Now, helping me navigate the road of automation are four people who've been thinking a lot about this subject and with plenty of interesting perspectives. Let's meet them. Michael Chewy leads research on the impact of information technologies and innovation on business, the economy and society for the global consultancy McKinsey. He's in San Francisco. Hamoun Echtiari is CEO of FutureFit, which is an AI company based in Toronto. 
Rachel Statham is Senior Research Fellow at the Institute for Public Policy Research. She's based in Edinburgh and she specialises in automation, jobs, women and the economy. Kate O'Neill, finally, is founder of KO Insights, author of Tech Humanist and also host of the Tech Humanist show. She joins us from New York. Now, here's a question I'd like to put to each of you by way of introduction. In a phrase or two, can you think of an example in your day-to-day life or in your work environment of artificial intelligence taking over a job traditionally done by a human, starting with Michael? Well, in terms of my day-to-day life, I'm going to come up with closed captioner the people who would write the things at the bottom of a video. Um, and now that we're seeing lots more online video, it's surprising how much stuff can now be closed captioned because of automation. Hamoon. I just uh, picked up a pizza delivery out of a mini bot that literally drove to the place I was, opened up the top, and I took out the pizza box. No delivery person, zero human interaction.